Hey, this is actress Carissa Lee Staples, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the Old Brother Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Smith. Alongside me, as always, is my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith. How's it going, Dan? Hey, man. I can't believe it's another week already. I feel like I, I just said it was June 20th. Yeah, it's flown by. So we're at June 27, 2020. This is an episode we really, we weren't necessarily planning to do. And so, um, but we felt what it was topical and and just something in the news that kind of caught us caught our attention and thought we would uh jump on and and talk a little bit about it and share our opinions about it so we're talking about the uh the news that came out on Thursday that Disney has made a decision to change the theming for their Splash Mountain attraction in both Disneyland and Disney World and actually, you know what, before I, I we, we dive into the material, I did want to give a shout out to a friend of, of the show who has uh, been gracious enough to uh, provide the music for our podcast. So when you hear our intro and you hear our outro, that is done by Dave Diaz. And if you want to hit Dave up, if you're looking for some music for your own podcast or for some other reason... Uh, you can certainly feel free to connect with Dave. He is at Rev Drum, which is R E V as in Victor Drum D R D R U M, and you can find him on social media. And uh, his credits are in the uh, the episode notes as well. So thank you, Dave. Appreciate thanks, Dave. Appreciate sounds your contribution. Great. Yep, sounds awesome. We love it. And I gotta say, you know, it basically sort of gave him a quick pitch of what the show was about he just came up with it and immediately i remember when i heard it and i shared it with you i was like oh my god i immediately think of that 80s synthesizer in the 80s movies like wall street or you know any movie from back in the 80s yeah. so any john hughes movie any john hughes movie yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. all right so let's get let's get into the the meat of the conversation so disney makes this announcement to change and i was and it gonna, impacts us because yeah. Because it's, that ride is based on a movie, and a movie that was made in 1946, which a lot... I, have you ever seen it? You probably have never seen it. No, and I think the last... It seems like the last time it was released was like in 86, maybe the 40th anniversary. It's been in the vaults for a long time. And it's never been released in the U.S. on any kind of format. Yeah, so no, I cannot say that I've ever, I've ever seen it. Just clips yeah. of it. It has been on. I, I've seen it. I can remember bootleg versions of it. Right. So, right. anyways, just why are we talking about that? That's why, because it's it's based on a movie called Song of the South. Whenever I went through it, you know, I, the 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 theming of it, I that never. I was like, just get me to the drop, throw me right. over the the edge of the cliff, and and let me. Right. So what are, you, like, what are your thoughts when you read this? When I first read it, to get into it more, they're retheming it based on Princess and the Frog. Which, have you seen that? I have seen it. I have it on various... Yeah. It's DVD a great, it's a great movie. Yeah. 
the the lead princess, shockingly for Disney, is black. Of course, she still has a two-inch waist, but uh, I don't think they're ever going to drop that. So to me, the first thought was like, "Hmm, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the the, the Splash Mountain's such a classic. And it plays zippity-doo-dah through the whole ride, you know, which is... That won the Academy Award for Best Song. It's actually about a kid. He hears this guy singing, and it becomes Uncle Remus, who is this caretaker, I think, or he lives on the property and does work on the property. Yeah, portrayed by uh, James Baskett. Who won the Academy Award. And, And Walt lobbied for that. For his Academy Award. His Academy Award, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you got to put a lot of this into context of the times. I mean, 1946, and then also right. context in terms of when when the the story takes place and what the world looked like at that time too. You know, and against the backdrop of what we're all experiencing right now. Yes, with Black Lives Matter. Correct. And I think I, that's where we need to focus it is. Again, here's the problem I had with it is when I read that release on the blog, it was that first statement that they make where they say, you know, the Imagineers have been hard at work over the last year. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever that first sentence said. And. I think that's what I had the most problem with because it now it I mean it does clearly seem like it, this has been in the works, you know. When you it look has. at the, you look at the concept art and all that, and you see right. all that stuff. But right. you know the timing of it, yes. And and seems a bit hypocritical. Yeah, and the fact that it's the you know some have said if the current climate wasn't what it was, would this have resulted in the movie having its own attraction independently you know splash mountain wouldn't even be part of the conversation to me that's kind of a uh, cop-out because the ride isn't changing at all let's just change all the decorations it's going to be the same ride the same flume ride except you're not going to see brer rabbit and brer bear and whoever the characters are Mm-hmm. You're going to see the princess and the prince and all that. Louis and, yeah. Yeah, Tiana. to me, give them their own ride. I under, But here, here's my caveat. If, it, if this ride offends people in today's climate, they probably grew up. They're probably not kids. Because from my point of view, you're not born a racist. It's something that, you know, they talk about nature nurture. To me, it's all about your surroundings, how you were brought up. That's what makes you a racist. And I used to think of this. Our dad used to be a mechanic. That's what he was for, for a living. And he owned a garage and a gas station. And I can remember working there. As, I started working when I was 11. And I remember there was a, there was a daycare center down the street. They used to walk the kids down the street every day. And there was this woman that walked the kids. It was really cute. And I used to kind of flirt with her. There was Hold on a one. second. Hold on a second. You, you were 11? I'm just saying. 
That's a little. Well, no. At, at the t- I started working there when I was eleven. Oh, you weren't flirting with her when you. I were wasn't 11. flirting her then. This was like years later. Because then I'd say we'd have to be doing a whole different episode. But okay. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but I think we were fairly. She was a little older than me, but I was obviously driving at the time. We were close, two or three years apart. It's not about her. It was about her walking the kids. There was one black child, and the rest were white kids. I used to watch the kids and they used to hold hands. They used to hug each other a lot. And these kids, there there wasn't, there wasn't a black kid in their vision. This was just another kid. And I remember thinking then how screwed up our country is because even when you think one of our other favorite attractions, which is the American adventure in Epcot, when the constitution comes down, all men are created equal. And I used to think, how could they write that? Thomas Jefferson, how could he write that at a time him and his buddies owned slaves? Seems so hypocritical. I mean, I always used to think, did they not like get this, that this doesn't make sense? And I don't mean to sidetrack away from the movie. Again, I think you brought it up. It's all around kind of what's going on now. Well, and I think it goes back to, like, you made, you made a comment about people that maybe reacting in a certain I think most people, this is my opinion, but I think most people that are reacting in a certain way about it, like more, more leaning more negative, is probably just very much on the surface. This is, they've come to love Splash Mountain as it is. They like the theming as it is. And it doesn't go much deeper than that. But that completely ignores the the historical context behind it which i think is where the the deeper argument comes from it's like if you don't know the history then of course you're ignorant to the fact that it's just a ride you know yeah. it's a big deal what who cares if they if they make a decision because they go on in that blog post to say how you know and they do acknowledge that now of course with the current climate all mm-hmm. the protesting and stuff that this this is a more inclusive concept and and all of those things which i which i agree it is where do you, where does that end so like well, don't we shouldn't you then don't you then have to get rid of the dumbo ride or retheme dumbo where you've got arguably stereotypical characters crow characters the main character of the crows in dumbo is named jim crow that's right, not a coincidence right. Correct. So, like, shouldn't that be uh, like I don't know? That's yeah, and I brought a slippery up slippery slope I, for me. I brought up Epcot, which, but they do deal with it in the in that that's an attraction. They do deal with it because you know Frederick Douglass rides out and says, "Wait a second, this isn't equal." You know, and they talk about slavery, and then all of a sudden there's a big you know lightning bolt and this uh, Native American comes out and says, I don't know what you're talking about here. You know, these people are complaining about being slaves. How about us? You know, you stole our land. And so they do deal with it. You say, well, where do you draw the line? I think if you're African American, the line seems to never get drawn. Like those protests in the 70s were, were all about integration, doing the right thing. Yet nothing ever changes. The main issue that we were talking about, Splash Mountain, <laughs> but uh, we knew, like you said, at the 
the beginning. How are we not going to talk politically in this this episode? It's, it's, it yeah. is what it is, you know. But right. but but it, it's important to talk about, and I think I, I don't personally have a problem with it. I you know I'm not like oh up in arms that they're changing my Splash Mountain or something Correct. like that. I don't care either. It, it's just. But it, but it's interesting because it made me sort of go back and say, okay, well, what else is there that is maybe sure. problematic? And there's quite a bit. And not only with race, I mean, there's depictions in movies that could be considered stereotypical for like the LGBTQ community. And, you know, so it, it kind of opens up this much larger conversation. And Yeah. Uh, and do we erase all of, like, what about the Academy Awards that were given? Do those get nullified well the award shows are ridiculous anyways why do we even have those that's the question but i went i went on to disney plus and i pulled up dumbo Mm -hmm. after kind of you know looking into to like i said a a list of some of these other problematic areas of, of disney films and things and and sure enough on disney plus in the description it says may contain or does contain outdated cultural references is how they put it and in other words, has some stereotypical racist material is yeah. what it should say. I also heard that Song of the South was being revamped for a release, I think, in 2021. They were going to re-release it and take out, I guess, the racist stuff, which it's so, I mean, it's so prevalent. Then it's not. It's but not do you take, do you take it out? Do you take it out or or? Or is what some people I've heard say what you do is you, you leave it in, but then you edu- you use that as an opportunity to educate. Right. I, I don't know. I, again, I'm not sure that's, that's for me to comment, uh, commentate See, on. See, that's – and there goes to not the, the, the white privilege, but the white man's burden kind of thought, like, oh, God, is this my fault? You know, I mean, both of us have had – discussions about race and our upbringing and we were both as two guys that are pretty educated and went to really nice schools and at a time where they weren't diversified like they are now we we go back now for events and the school's much more diversified than it was then but we learned a lot when we were in college and i think we've both talked about it but did we ever once go on Splash Mountain and say, hey, man, this is really racist. You know, they need to change this ride. No. And again, because we didn't have to. We didn't have to. We didn't have to. It didn't even have to come into our consciousness. Yeah. And where were, you know, shouldn't people have been protesting this ride since the opening? My, Why today? Is it because of the Black Lives Matter movement? I and think we, we could probably look at it. We could. I mean, they probably have, maybe not this loudly, but I'm sure if we went back, we would see there have been times over the years where, I mean, it's no, it's no uh, secret that's been written about. There's all kinds of articles I, that I saw from, from years past that uh, have called up. Well, at the time the movie was released, right? Because right. It was, that was Jim Crow segregation. I mean, it, was, it played in an all-white theater. You know, I'm not going to bang on Disney too much because – They've been in front of most things. I mean, they have, they've had 
gay pride, Dave, for as long as I can remember. Uh, from the time, and this is, I worked there in, what, 86? Yeah, not on that issue, but on the issue of race. Right. Then I think, no. You, you can, I mean, just case in point, Walt certainly could have said, no, we're not going to screen this movie. The premiere is not going to be in an all, I don't know what options you would have had back then. Right. In right. 1946, but uh, it certainly could have taken a stand, but that wasn't that wasn't the world. But it that goes to I think another point I wanted to bring up, which is the it's the systemic nature of all of this that you have to look at. Like, is the is Splash Mountain going to end racism in America? No, I, I don't care what the theming is. It, it's right. it's going to make some of us feel better about ourselves. That's nice that yeah. they changed Splash Mountain. Yeah, they should have done that a long time ago, but it doesn't change anything. And then I look at the the song being played, won an Academy Award, the actor. You know, he, he certainly could have read the script and said, no, this is way too over the top and stereotypical. Instead, he wins the Academy Award, and it brings, I, I thought it brought attention to it. The issue, and I, I think that's how Walt looked at it. Was oh, this is good. I don't know. It's really it's a tough one. And and like you said, do we go through and hey, yeah, okay, let's go down Main Street and then let's put a train track mm-hmm. and cross the tracks and put up Main Street and you know some African American community which didn't look like Walt's from Kansas City. I think if you if you're going to do that, you've got. I think you have to. You have an obligation then to go back and reevaluate everything. Yeah, I think um, it, I, I agree. I think you have to look at every attraction, every ride, and say, "Hey, where did, do does this cross the line?" And then you start talking. Is this the same park? Is this? Well, no, it isn't. You know, it's the park in the year 2020. I, I want to be on the right side of history. And um, I struggle. Like you said, they change it to Princess and the Frog. Not gonna, I'm going to still get in line and, and go on the ride and enjoy it. Will it make me... Well, now it will conjure up you know, racism when I go on the ride. And I think, oh yeah, that's where they used to dunk <laughs> Br'er Bear. Now it's... it's uh, you know, it's a prince, you know, with his it's saber tr- or whatever. A trumpet, a trumpet playing alligator. Yeah, exactly. So, but certainly I'm, I'm going to go on the ride and maybe that's a good thing. I'm going to start thinking about, hey, they changed this attraction because it was based on a racist movie that had racial stereotypes in it. But then do, do we change? It's funny you mentioned Disney Plus because if you go on there, they have a category uh, black lives so mm-hmm. you can watch these historical movies from african-americans or, or people who were significant to the african-american community is that i don't know when when is this going to stop i don't know it reminds me of there was when i was in my undergrad uh, studying sociology there was a term that I learned of by one of my professors, and I want to say it was it was in a Kurt Vonnegut book, and the term was Samiratrophia, if I if I recall correctly. It was basically 
the way people give to charity because it makes them feel good about themselves. Right. right. You know, and, and I, it, this almost is kind of what these things feel like. Like you even said the Disney plus, and you can see the, like everybody's doing that. You go to prime video and you see, right. Well, why weren't you doing that all along? The word yeah. that comes to mind for me is altruistic. You know, how can you truly be altruistic if you give money to charity and it makes you feel good? Well, it doesn't that doesn't really meet the the definition of being altruistic. So we could go on for another, you know, hour, which nobody, you know, everybody's going to shut it off at that point. But. Well, but I think I've heard, yeah, you know, that's what a lot of people are talking about right now. I mean, it's it's it, it wasn't just, it obviously wasn't just as simple as oh, Disney announces they're changing the theme into Splash Mountain. Maybe yes. in any other time, nobody would have cared about that. But right now, and it's interesting because I think people's reactions are probably different than they would have been if yes. all of this other stuff wasn't going on. So where do you fall or how do you, to conclude this? What, what's your feeling? I mean, I have no problem with it. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm always down for change when it comes to, again, specifically when it comes to Disney and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always open to that. Like, there's so much changing, right, at the parks right now with Epcot and all these overhauls, which, yeah, granted, they've been slowed down now because of the COVID-19 and everything. But so I don't have a problem from that standpoint. But I think to what you said before, it, it's going to probably raise my awareness more where I'm going to be maybe more mindful about, you know, the, the messaging and the branding and the things that I see. And, and, you know, would I uh, speak up about those things? I wonder, you know, if, if in other words, would I patronize a place that I believe maybe isn't on the right side of history or falls short in some areas. I'm not saying that about Disney per se. I just, it'll, it'll give me that, that uh, cause to, to pause and think through some of those things, maybe a little bit more deeply, but I go to Disney to, to escape. And, you know, for that uh, kind of feeling of always connecting with my childhood and this and that, you know, this is now, I mean, we're having a, 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 sociological conversation so it's more it's bigger than the theme parks right it's bigger than that what about the movie should they re-release it and well i'll tell you what uh i think that's a really difficult thing because i feel like i'll give you another example of, of some something that i actually have enjoyed over the years during uh christmas time is uh, white uh, two movies really White Christmas and Holiday Inn, uh, Bing Crosby and you know Fred mm-hmm. Astaire, and I believe it's White Christmas is the film where one of the most racist scenes in a movie, ironically called White Christmas, but that you could ever see. And, you know, really stereotypical depictions of African-Americans and a black face, actually. And, and I will say, when I watch it now, I cringe when I see that. It, it does make me a little uncomfortable. 
and they've they've since when they air it a lot of times you won't see that version of it you'll see an edited version of it but right. i but you know to your question i mean i think it i i don't know I'm, I'm i'm a little on the fence about that because in one respect i feel like yeah, it, you need to. You need there needs to be some corrective action, for lack of a better phrase. But then I think, yeah, but it also makes me think of a, a great line from the movie Braveheart, which is the very opening. You hear William the Bruce or Robert the Bruce, rather. His character says, "You know, history was written by those who've hanged heroes," and I mm-hmm. think you know that whitewashed version of history that we got when we were going to school. It didn't mm-hmm. tell us about we. Did we learn about slavery when we went to elementary and middle? No, it wasn't until I was going to college uh, and had more life experience that I learned about those things. So I don't know if that stuff should remain and we should learn about the history for better or for worse, where we came from, the the, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, I I probably tend to lean towards that, but I don't know. Is that easy for me to say? Because I've always been on the right side of it. To me, I think, I think they present it the way it was, but there should also be a disclaimer, a disclaimer. And also along with that, when the movie's finished in the, in the extras, or I don't know if you can do it within, I think it would would disrupt the movie. If you, you know, all of a sudden cut a certain scene and say, yeah, this, this depiction right here, you know, him whittling or whatever. I think at the end of the movie, there should be a discussion. Yeah, documentary that that yeah. that is that is a forthright, honest, candid about what they. How learned. many how many people will watch that? And just but that I think therein lies the problem in our in our country right now. Yeah, is we're yeah. right. It's the the same reason. And if you're listening to this this episode right now, still kudos to you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But but in all seriousness, you know, I, I would think if anybody's made it this far, they're open to at least hearing some different perspectives on it, as yeah. opposed to you're you're just you got your heels dug in on one side or the other. And right. you know, look, look, this turned into be I thought we we're going to have a very not light conversation, but a, a much lighter conversation about a theme park changing at Disney. Right. And next thing you know, we're talking about Jim Crow slavery and segregation and all these things. But, yeah. but I, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think that that would be a way to handle it uh, yeah. because, you know, there's also something about the, well, I don't know. I would be interested to hear from some of the, the people that are involved in some of these projects and really what, what they think about it. You know? It's funny because I love classic movies and black and white movies, and there's always, you know, the white people always have servants and maids and butlers, and you know, these aren't rich people necessarily; they're just white. And I think that was the difference. I think if they change the movie, you would lose the historical perspective. And it would kind of be a slap in the face, but am I allowed to say that because I'm white? I, I well, and you know, but but that's the thing too, right? The the depiction of that time in history in the movie isn't even. That's the argument: is that it's not even factual. It doesn't. It represents an idyllic version of that time. life on a plantation at that time and everything. Correct. I mean, it's so because the movie. 
uh, was filmed in 46, but it's based on the eight. The book was the 1800s. Correct? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, okay. you know, if you, if you, but I think, I think that's one way to do it. Like you said, you throw a documentary on there and it's forthcoming about what is and what isn't shown and, and told. And, and then you make your own, draw your own conclusions from there. Yep. Well, that's another episode in the books. And if you want to send, drop us a line, I would really love if you're listening. And I know we have, you've mentioned this before, but I know we have some listeners in France. And yeah. I would love to hear from them if they're listening to this episode. And, and drop us a line. You can email us at ohbpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We've got a YouTube channel. We'd love for you to go there and subscribe and hit the you're notification. On, you're on Tinder. Well, that's a, that's a, an inactive account. Oh, yeah. And I will I will be editing that out. <laughs> that, that will not see the that won't see the final cut of this episode. <laughs> so this will be edited, but. Um, so you can find us there. We, we definitely love to, you can call us too and leave us a voicemail. We'd, we'd even feature it on the, uh, on a future episode. If it's not too hateful, <laughs> 407-876, Oh no, 407-476-8781. And we'd just love to hear from you. And so we, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, we'd love for you to follow us on social media. If you're not already and just let us know what your thoughts are about this or any other episode we've done. And uh, we appreciate you listening. And that's been another episode. And we will see you next week, folks. Bye, everyone. Hi, everyone. This is Cindy Busby, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast.